the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Monday night is it? I'm trying to think. Is it the last Monday night of uh, of the year for us? It is, right, Sambolino? No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. Right. Are we on air last, next Monday night? We are. We are going to be doing a special Christmas Day show. Oh yeah, but this is live. That won't be live. I'm, right. I'm, I got, yeah. Hi, Marianne. Yeah, I'm going to do radio on Christmas Day at, at, at six o'clock. Yeah, that'll go over like. No, a, but uh, we have a special show planned. Wait, who's that, talking? Wait, who's is that, talking? Is that Joni talking? Wait, who's talking? Right. We have a special show because the the composer of this special Joni song is going to be on at the end of the show. It's Joni Pelzer on the other gotten rave reviews for the new Joni uh the new Joni tune. Sambolino, I want to thank you. Saturday night I went out to Figaro on uh Sullivan and Bleecker in, in New York City for my sister's birthday and I sported my new Rolling Stones uh red satin jacket. I hope, hope and you're getting compliments for that. I loved it, man. I I so We got to get some photos of that, Arthur. I already sent Sambolino photos. Doesn't always have to be going to you, all right, Joni? <laughs> um, I'm so, curious. I have FOMO. So we're going to have Joni. Let's talk about who we have on the show. Our, our next guest up is the first person who, uh, that I know of who's announced that they're running against Kirsten Gillibrand. Correct. And who is that, Joan? Josh Eisen, E-I-S-E-N. All right. And then we're going to talk to Lauren Fix about cars and the top 10 best list just came out and the prices of gasoline, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and then we're going to end the show with the composer, choreographer, and not choreographer, composer and creator of the Joni Pelzer song. Yeah. His name is? Rob Dellinger. And he has a show coming up on the 28th of December at 54 below. And I think I'm going to go with your parents. Oh, you are. Okay. Well, as you know, I am actually home today. And before I talk about the news of the day, someone just came in and surprised me. Say hello. Hi. Well, hello, little Arthur. Tell me, how, how do you feel about Christmas? Are you excited? Yeah. Tell me who comes and wa- visits you every day in the house in the morning when you wake up. My elf. Mm-hmm. And Baby, you're track. not allowed she to touch him, right? Whether you're good or bad. What? Does she keep track about whether you're good or bad? Yeah. How you been doing? Good or bad? Both. <laughs> I love you. I love that. I'll Wait. be down in a minute. Wait. You know the elf. That- 
I wrote a note and he took it. I put it on my calendar and he. And Elf took the note. Now, now you. Now he took it onto the chandelier. Now. That's wow. where he's sitting on the chandelier. All right. I heard the elf is magical and you're not allowed to touch it. Yes, Arthur's not allowed to touch it. Okay, goodbye, Arthur. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay, he touched his hat. He touched the elf's hat one time, but it doesn't count. So, um, a couple things that are going on in the news before we, um, get into our first guest. It's interesting. I was cleaning the closet on Saturday and I was trying to get rid of some of my um, T-shirts and I came across my uh, two T-shirts that say Harvard Law on them because I got to lecture alongside um, Alan Dershowitz. Actually, Marion and I both did in the law school a couple of times. I remember once was right after Hurricane Sandy. And um, I always loved Harvard, and I always walked, loved walking around there. And I was actually in the process of like unloading some of these T-shirts, like giving them away. And I was like, should I give this one away? I'm like, you know, Harvard like kind of lost its thing for me because there's anti-Semitism. And sure enough, what is the lead story right now on the news? A place at Harvard used to be something to boast about. Now students fear it's a stigma. Early applicants who received acceptance letters from the university last week are considering applying elsewhere. Oh, now, that may yeah. be like two people who feel that way. Um, but, you know, the post is going to make it big. But um, this year, the school reported a 17% drop in early applications, representing a four-year low. And their last acceptance rate creeped up. And, I'm sorry. And their acceptance rate creeped up to 8.7% from 7.6% last year. Um, so it's interesting, though. It wasn't just me having that feeling like, you know, as Harvard, did it really take a, a, a chink in its armor? And the answer is, I think, yes. Um, I spoke to another friend of mine who he is a very uh, prestigious uh, newspaper reporter who I believe tomorrow has an, an article coming out about what's going on in Israel and anti-Semitism in the city of New York and what it's like being Jewish in the city of New York and how tough it is. So this is a... A real issue that, you know, it's October 7th is like kind of a long time ago now. And yet this issue is very, very fresh um, and needs to not be forgotten. Another issue is, you know, th there's this actor, Jonathan Majors, right? He's part of the Marvel franchise, the Marvel Comics franchise, the Marvel movie franchise, which is just makes billions, literally billions and billions and billions of dollars. So he has basically a, a couple of fights with his girlfriend, and these are all misdemeanors. So it's a six-person jury. I have never tried a misdemeanor case, um, I don't think. I know I never tried one with a jury. I may have tried one like a bench trial with just the judge years ago. But a misdemeanor is a crime that you can't be charged for more than one year in jail. Um, so they, they was a bunch of charges saying that he harassed his girlfriend and he got into a fight with her in the car. And I, I don't know what the exact assault was, but it was nothing very serious because if it was... Um, he'd be charged with a felony, not with a misdemeanor. He struck a blow across her head inside a private car as it rode over the Manhattan Bridge. That's what I'm reading here. So I was thinking, hmm, I mean, it's a misdemeanor. It's a very low crime. I wonder how Marvel's going to react. Boom! They don't hesitate. Within minutes of the verdict, he's out. I mean, you want to talk about a woman ruining his life. Marvel supervillain was dumped by the Disney-owned studio immediately. After the actor was convicted of assault and harassment on Monday, 
It, Jonathan Majors, the rising star, was cast to become the overarching bad guy, Kang the Conqueror, in upcoming Marvel films um, after debuting the role, the role in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, he was also signed to appear as the time-traveling supervillain in Avengers The Kang Dynasty in 2026 and The Avengers Secret Wars in 2027. This is tens of millions of dollars. There's his agent. There's everyone around him. And, you know, I live in this world. And obviously, uh, he's been convicted of a misdemeanor. Again, a very low crime. Uh, he is... Not going to jail. I mean, unless the judge loses his his or her mind. I don't know who the judge is here. Uh, you know, first arrest, misdemeanor, uh, no no issues of violence in your in your past, except the role that he played in in Apollo uh, three, um, Apollo or Creed three, I should say. Um, and he he just lost it all. Talk about the punishment not fitting the crime. Omg! And now let's go get out on a limb. You think you're going to see a civil case here? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I wonder. Um, I do feel bad for this guy because, um, you know, he, look, he's been embarrassed. He's, he's, he's just lost everything financially and regarding his relationship um, with the world of, of, you know, Hollywood. Real quick, Justice... Um, Sandra Day O'Connor lying in repose at the Supreme Court, which I was there for when Justice Scalia was laid out there. Um, it's a closed coffin. But um, apparently one of the people who were um, standing, because there's always like people do the, um, the coffin, apparently one of them fainted. Uh, and I believe it was a person, it was a military slash law enforcement person, like right on, you know, because like apparently like C-SPAN was televising it, and this poor person just whoop went down. Um, I know the rule with Scalia was, I think this is the general rule: every former uh, or every former clerk for the justice is invited. It's not obligatory to stand uh, alongside the justice. I think they do it in one-hour shifts or two-hour shifts, something along those lines. But for 24 hours, so some poor clerk was there from like three in the morning to four in the morning for justice Scalia. I don't know if they did it the same way with Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman to ever serve on the Supreme court of the United States. And for those of you who might be interested, there's some funky article out there about sleeping naked and that you should sleep naked. It is a benefit to your body, uh, to control your temperature of your body. It helps you know when to fall asleep and when to wake up. And they have all these other, benefits of sleeping naked me myself not a naked guy i like everything kind of be contained i mean i'm not looking to like wear like a like a, a snowsuit to go to bed but you know a nice pair of boxes and a loose t-shirt makes me very happy but according to this article i'm doing it all wrong we should all sleep naked don't go away we're going to come back talking to the first candidate to challenge Kristen gildebrand for the united states senate we'll be right back Hi, this is Officer Tatum for my friends at BestHotGrill.com. It's that time again to select a present for your family and corporate gifts for your best clients and employees. And you want to get them a gift that is fantastic, that's unforgettable, and that's truly hot. And that will be a solar infrared grill from BestHotGrill.com. Solar infrared grill heats up to a thousand degrees in just three minutes and produces juicy, tasty food unmatched by conventional grills. Perfect for today's busy lifestyle. 
The hot and fast solar infrared grills are the gift that will be used. And every time that your loved ones use the gift, your best clients or your valued employees, they're going to be thinking about you. All solar infrared grills are made in the USA and made to last. More importantly, Solar Infrared Grills delivers the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Learn more about the amazing Solar Infrared Grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. Solar Infrared Gift Giving at BestHotGrill.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friends, Rob and Danielle Sabah. This family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years is just phenomenal. I've gotten cars there. My whole family does. All my friends do. People come from Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. My parents have bought a car there. My sister and brother-in-law. Everyone I know go to Bay Ridge Honda. You know why? Because Rob Sabah and his team are the best and most trusted in the business. Tis the season to celebrate with happy Honda days going on now at Bay Ridge Honda. No payments until March. March, March of 2024, lowest prices of the year selling on the MSRP this month. Brand new 2024 Hondas in stock and ready for delivery. Your favorite Honda models, the great Honda Accord, the Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, and more. Be sure to ask the staff at Bay Ridge Honda about the Bay Ridge Plus package that will have your new or used car covered. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. The Happy Honda Day sale ends January 2nd, 2024. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Ion Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Ion Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m., here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And trust me, folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Uh. Uh. Back to the, the Power Hour. Wow. What are we listening to here, Sambolino? Well, DMX, it's his birthday today. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, DMX. Well, 
let's jump from. Uh, I mean, is this considered what what genre of music is this, Sambolino? Hip hop. All right, so let's go from hip hop to the United States Senate. I mean, that's just really a normal progression, one to the other. Um, so, um, Kirsten Gildebrand, in my this New Yorker, this one New Yorker's humble opinion, has not exactly uh, lit the world on fire since her unexpected victory to the New York State Senate. Um, I don't know, her claim to fame is getting um, the the senator from uh, Minnesota who um, was a comedian and they found a picture of him doing comedic stuff and she got him thrown out of the Senate, fellow Democrat, whose name Sambolino or Joni's going to give me right now. Saturday Night Live. His face is so obvious, but you know what? I bet you our guest could tell me who it was. The guy who, the man who Al has, Franken. Thank you, Al Franken. I appreciate that. The man who has stepped in the ring uh, on the Republican side of the ledger to challenge Kirsten Gildebrand um, in this November's general election is Josh Eisen, who um, is a native New Yorker. He is a um, uh, father of three, and I believe he's done quite well in the world of business, a Columbia graduate. Um, Josh Eisen, this is the first time I believe you and I are speaking. Welcome to the Author by Dollar Power Hour. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on your program. I appreciate it. Well, congratulations. This is, you know, this is big news. It's not every day uh, that uh, someone's throwing their hat in the ring for United States Senate. So, Josh, so that the uh, the listeners can learn a little bit about you, just give us a little bit about your history, your background, and uh, then we can move into the issues of the day. Yeah, so I'm, as you said, I'm a native New Yorker, born and bred, never lived anywhere else. I went to Queens College, and then after that, I went to NYU and I realized that um, people from working-class backgrounds like myself cannot afford to do PhDs in the humanities. I later then did an MBA at Columbia, after which I did get back and finally did finish a doctorate in religion and legal theory also at Columbia. I spent three years at a law school um, in New York at Cardoza, not as a lawyer student, but as a student of legal theory, as a fellow. Um, so I think I'm uniquely prepared to write laws. I know that's something people rarely discuss. How well can you actually write a law if, if uh, you care about the true job of a senator, of a lawmaker, which is what I plan to be. I, I also plan to delete a lot of bad laws. I think there are many that need to be deleted, but I do believe there's some great laws that we could write, and Kirsten Gillibrand chooses neither to write them nor to... Uh, advocate for the people who are suffering under our current legal system and who would benefit from some changes to the laws. And I'm happy to provide examples and go into more detail. Um, I also own businesses and been obviously successful as a businessman. Um, but I really see myself more as an academic, as an illegal theorist who just had to make money because of my, uh, my, you know, my, my more humble background financially. All right, so Josh, let's 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 break some things down a little bit. Um, number one, where did you grow up? What part of New York? So I grew up in uh, Queens, out in Flushing, right near St. John's. Okay. Um, I actually would go watch Louis Carnesecca, and uh, it was a totally different time. Chris Mullen, you could just walk in and watch him in the old alumni hall. So I grew up out there, very much part of that. Community. And you did the, but but you went to CUNY, and you didn't go to St. John's. Yeah, I went to CUNY, which was a city school it cost i think 775 bucks a semester at the time so it was something my parents could afford and they i guess helped out with it a little bit 
Well, I went to, uh, I went to, uh, I, right behind Queens College, which was on Casino Boulevard. I was on Main Street in, uh, 6521 Main Street at the law school when it was located there before it was in, now it's in Long Island City. Um, and, um, let's talk a little bit about your businesses. Yeah, so I own different types of professional services companies, nothing too glamorous. I've owned a translations business, um, a few background check businesses. Businesses in that general space, mostly catering to HR departments and law firms and, I guess, in-house legal departments at, um, you know, at larger companies, mid-sized and larger tech companies. But like I said, nothing glamorous, nothing you raise your hand when you're in kindergarten and say, ah, I'm going to do that. You're more likely but, to be a fireman or a second baseman for the Yankees. Right, but they, they turned out to be some uh, financially rewarding businesses, correct? Yes, they did, and I'm very happy I went into them and... I can't tell you how happy I am I didn't fall into the trap of taking a job at a big bank or some consulting firm after I got my MBA. I mean, that would have been a real sucker's bet. So thankfully, I, you know, I, I chose the road of the American road, which is the road of independence, of freedom, of my family first, my community first. And when you give 80 hours a week to a bank or a consulting firm, you're, you're doing nothing for nobody except yourself, maybe. So, and I, I also noticed here that um, you were on with the George Pataki Foundation. Yes, sir. I'm a member of the board of directors there. I'm also uh, the co-chairman of the, the uh, Ukraine committee where we raised a lot of money, all humanitarian aid for Ukraine, um, a lot of pain and suffering there after the beginning of the war especially. And while our government pledged $20-plus billion of humanitarian aid, Almost none of it reached there. Governor Pataki's been very vocal about this, and he's been uh, on television and on the radio discussing this. It's just incredible the incompetence on our part, on the American part, on the part of the State Department and USAID in terms of just distributing money. They, they managed to get money to some group of transgenders in Warsaw who were suffering from the war somehow, and God bless them. But So, Josh, I, I need to... I, I, I just need you to, to deep, dig a little deeper into this because this is something that's very interesting. We're talking to Josh Eisen. He is the candidate for Senate uh, running against Kirsten Gildebrand. So we, um, and I know Governor Pataki has been very involved with, with Ukraine and, and support for Ukraine. So the government approves billions of dollars to help Ukraine. And where does that money go or or has it not gone? It just sits on the balance sheet of the State Department, of USAID, and that's it. They gave $150 million, if you want to hear the details, to a company called Kimonix to manage uh, a distribution process of grants from that money. But Kimonix was the company that was charged with doing those grants before this big war, and they've never distributed anywhere near $150 million in Ukraine. So they were... And we went and researched and we met the organizations. They had a 20-page application for a $100,000 grant. That's not what the American people had in mind when they authorized their congressmen and senators to sign legislation authorizing the transfer of $20 billion in humanitarian aid. Contrast that with the military aid that flies off the shelf, that we can't even keep up with the appropriation, and the president often has to reach into his personal piggy bank, or whatever you call it, in order to fund some of the military expenditures only later to recoup it in an expenditure bill. So it's a total disgrace and a proof of absolute government incompetence 
um, when it comes to what was going on there. I mean, like we were delivering, we we were facilitating the delivery of massive generators and massive heaters, something that really should have been the job of uh, USAID and the American government, but total failure. So, Josh um, Eisen, let's just let's play it out for a second. You, you're going to run now, and you have from now until. Um, do you expect a primary on the Republican side, or you don't know? It's up in the air. Right now, there's no primary, and until uh, um, you know, until like the summer, I was open-minded about somebody else stepping in the ring. I think at this point, I really have developed quite a lot of very strong policies. I've engaged with communities. Republicans never engage with, and have had enormous success over there. So I'm feeling very, very confident now that if I can just get the message out that there's a chance to put up a fight that will be a winning fight, yeah, there's no other Republican is the short answer. So let's, Josh Eisen, let's talk about the finances here. Um, I am just curious. You're going to have Chuck Schumer, who is the most senior senator of the two, and um, he's also the head of the Senate and has the probably controls the purse strings of whatever it is, the Democratic Senate Election Committee, la, 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 la. So I'm sure they're going to throw millions and millions of dollars against you. What does, when you look at something like this, Josh Eisen, running against an incumbent woman uh, who's going to be, you know, her her counterpart, Chuck Schumer, is going to be very supportive of her reelection, I would assume. Um, what kind of money do you need to raise to, to have a, a real race here? Look, you need to raise money in order to win a race. I guess there's no question about it. And in order to raise money, you need to have money. So I think I'm positioned to put in quite a bit of my own money, and I've already put in over half a million dollars. I think I'm ready to put in another half a million. I could put in more. I think that'll be enough to raise the money that I think is needed to put up this fight. I'll tell you, most campaigns, and Kirsten Gillibrand's and Chuck Schumer's are no exception, look at how they're spending the money. Look at how, first of all, opaque a lot of their expenditures are. But when you dig deep and you begin to make the phone calls and do the research and investigate, you'll find out that they're paying... 30 cents for certain printed material that I can now produce for two pennies or three pennies. So first of all, I'm a really smart businessman. So I might be able to do a lot of the things that they do for pennies on the dollar. I also strongly believe that a lot of money spent in ways that are totally irrelevant and part of the past, almost like sending out uh, messengers on horses to deliver your message. Like anybody who's spending money on hay to feed horses for their messengers is wasting money. I think a lot of cable TV expenditures fall into that category. And printing is the biggest expense of almost every campaign. Certainly, Gillibrand and Schumer's, they send out a lot of printed material to their donors, to the voters, and they are getting totally ripped off. If the voter knew how badly they were getting ripped off just on the printing, they'd be like, how could we vote for such an idiot? Literally, <laughs> how could we vote for such a moron? Right. Well, Nobody Josh, business would spend that kind of money. But uh, again, money is everything. But as I learned one thing from George Pataki, I've learned many things. But one one very important thing about politics: if you want to win and beat an incumbent, you got to beat the incumbent. The incumbent's the champ, and you, you're not going to stand twelve rounds with the champ and expect a decision. You got to beat the incumbent. You got to beat the champ. You got to knock him out. So we well, Josh Eisen, let, let me just give you the opportunity. If people want to learn more about you, tell them how to do that. 
you just go to joshforny.com and you can learn about my campaign and how to support us. And we'll be very happy to accept your contributions. And more importantly, we're looking for people to come and work on the campaign and very happy to take resumes and all jobs are paid because when I grew up, I couldn't afford to work for free and I haven't expect anybody to work for free. It's disenfranchising to the poor. So my campaign is one where the poor are welcome because we pay and we don't expect people to work for nothing. All right, Josh Eisen, candidate for the United States Senate here in the state of New York, running as a Republican against Kirsten Gildebrand. Uh, Josh, I hope you, uh, you know, you come and use our, our, our airwaves throughout the, uh, the campaign to get your message out there because uh, one of our jobs here at AM 970 is to educate the voters best we can. So best of luck to you and we will talk to you soon, I hope. Yes, thank you very much. And like the Ramon said, we want the airwaves, so I'll be back. All right, great. Josh Eisen. All right, folks, it is the bottom of the hour. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to come back and talk some cars with Lauren Fix. I want to know the difference between a supercharger and a twin turbocharger. So I, I don't know the differences in those cars, and I see them on cars all the time. So don't go away. You're going to get the answer to that great question. We'll be right back. Coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios, it's real, it works, it is freeing more than a million Americans from their daily pain. People who have been suffering for years, like myself, for nine years, almost a decade, then I took Relief Factor, and I was pain-free two weeks later, and I'm still pain-free almost five years later. But it's not just about me, it's about people like Yvonne from California. Listen to Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. If that sounds good to you, it should, because it's real. Find out for yourself. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. Ask yourself one. If you haven't done it yet, ask yourself one simple question. What do you have to lose? If the answer is nothing except the pain... Call the number. 1-800-4-RELIEF-RELIEFACTOR.COM. That's 1-800-473-5433. ReliefFactor.COM. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. The acclaimed thriller Sound of Freedom is available now for the first time on DVD. Sound of Freedom is the true story of a dangerous mission to save young, innocent lives. Starring Jim Caviezel and Mira Sorvino, this powerful story makes the perfect gift for friends and family. Buy the DVD today. Quantities are limited. Get the exclusive offer for our listeners at soundoffreedomnow.com. soundoffreedomnow.com. 
My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. The streets I used to walk oh, Sam Lino, throw me a gift here. Happy this. birthday, Keith Richards. Oh, that's right. Is he 80 or 79? Yeah, he's 80. Holy Moses. This is my favorite tune off that new album. Hopefully I'm going to... Oh, not hopefully. I'm going to see them. Marion's birthday present to me. May 23rd in Jersey. And here it is. Here's the key part. Here's the chorus. Here we go. Go, go. I think the reason why that song resonates with me so much, besides I love the the tune itself, the the music, is the words, is, you know, Matt, is, I don't know, is, where she is, but when you do the, the area of law that I do, that me, that I do, not everyone else in the firm, but usually when... That client is sitting on the other side of my desk. What they're feeling, we keep this line going, is that the whole wide world is against them. Listen, right here. The whole wide world's against you. And it feels like you're standing in the rain just getting wet. 
life's got you on the run. And, you, and basically, you know, it says you think the party's over, but it's only just begun. My role is like, all right, I know you're standing out there in the rain. I know all your friends are running away from you. I know this sounds horrible, and it is horrible, but we're going to do everything we can to make something horrible a lot less horrible. In some situations, I can make it good, but then with the vast, vast, vast majority, like over 90% of the cases, criminal cases that I handle, the party then does begin again, and that's what Mick is saying. The party's just begun. Um you know, it's, it is rough sometimes. You, you, I'm not just playing the role of the lawyer. I'm playing the role of the, um, uh, the psychologist as well. So I got to try to, you know, tell them the legal part of it, but the psychology part, like it's going to get better. It's good. Don't worry. It's, it's, this is not the end of the world as we know it as REM sings. It's going to get better. Speaking of getting better, if my day couldn't get any better, well, it's just about to because I hear all of these stories about the price of gas. All kidding aside, this morning on the radio, they said the price of gas is going down and it should be $3 a gallon or, or below. That's what I heard this morning. And then I heard this afternoon that someone cut production because of the Red Sea and they shot a missile at a ship and all of a sudden the price of gasoline is going up. So, Lauren Fix, is the price of gasoline going up or is it going down? Well, currently it's been going down because uh, they want it down as much as they can for the election season, but it looks like it's going to go back up because you can't get oil shipped here from other countries, which either means you produce it here, which this administration doesn't want to do, or you bring it in from Russia and the Middle East, which is what we're doing. So now we've got this dilemma that uh, looks like gas prices will probably go up. So I'm sorry to sorry to give that bad news. Well, uh, you know, and again, Lauren, I don't, I, I take everything I hear down with a grain of salt, but I actually mm-hmm. heard that the Biden administration is allowing more production of um, oil in the United States of America than the Trump administration did. So I'm not putting you on the spot now, but I would that's love us. That's not to- really true, but that's a deeper conversation. Um, okay. And All probably right. more than you want to handle on a radio show. <laughs> I, I mean, I know there's a lot of ways to skin the cat, but um, sure. I, I mean, it, it's in, and you said it, it's based on the election. And and that's exactly what I was hearing this morning in my own brain. I'm like, oh, the prices of gasoline are going down, you know, just in time, you know, one year away or less from Election Day. And that's obviously what people want to hear. Um, Before we get into whatever updates you have, I have a very simple for me, for you, simple question. When they say an engine is supercharged, what does that mean? Okay, there's a difference between turbocharged and supercharged. Correct. Uh, basically, it is forcing air back into the engine in two completely different ways. One uh, will give you quicker power. One will give you pretty good power, but will also give you better fuel economy. Uh, and there are some engines that have both, believe it or not. Not too many, just a few, a few vehicles. But keeping it really simple, just so that everyone understands, a turbocharger takes the exhaust that comes out of the engine, that comes out the tailpipe, and recirculates it back into the engine. Forces it through, so you get that you don't you get better fuel economy. But you do have that we call it turbo lags so when you put your foot on the gas or like that little gap before it starts to push right. the car. With a turbo supercharger, you get like instant response. Yes, it's going to impact the fuel economy, but it does the same thing. It shoves air back into the engine. I'm being as basic as possible here, 
and it gives you quicker power. So that's why some people are doing turbocharge and supercharge, which we couldn't do back in the 70s and 80s. This is all new technology um, that allows you to get more power and uh, better fuel economy. So you're starting to see that a lot with sort of along those hybrid lines. It's very unique technology. That's nice that they have it. Okay, I see that Car and Driver just came out um, with their 10 best cars, not SUVs, but cars. Um, and since Bay Ridge Honda is a sponsor of my show, I couldn't help but notice there were two Honda vehicles on that list, the Accord and the Civic. I believe it was the only mm-hmm. brand that had two vehicles. Um, and tell us, Lauren, you're always out there you know, exploring what's new in the world of automobiles. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the SUV list came out. The Genesis is off the charts. They love that vehicle. That is Hyundai's high-end oh. brand, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I love their product. I think they make a great product. For the money, it's got great value. I will tell you that I'm uh, on the jury for the North American Car and Truck of the Year, as well as the World Car Jury. The World Car announces their winners at the New York Auto Show. Uh, North American Car of the Year is just after the first of the year we'll be announcing, and the Honda Accord is one of the finalists. And the Genesis GV70 Electrified is also on the list. So, uh, actually, I think there are three of the Hyundai Corporation brands, the Kia EV9, and the Hyundai Kona are also finalists for the SUV of the year. So there's a lot of good product coming out of Korea. I know when they first came here, people were like, eh. But now the price has just skyrocketed in sales and everything else. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because I, I, I'm looking at it, right? So I was looking at the SUVs, and they have the, you know, the Genesis is like the, the top one. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It's like forty thousand dollars, and then the next one is the BMW, which is like seventy-two thousand dollars. I mean, it's not double, but it's a, a solid third more. How are the? Yeah. How is Genesis be able to give the product with this quality and this love of it all for such a inexpensive price? They own the metal company that that produces all of their their metals, and that's and they're all it's a Korean company, so it's built here in the USA. Uh, built, uh, Hyundai is built in uh, Alabama. Kia is built in Georgia, pretty similar. Uh, and then, of course, the Genesis, uh, some of it's built here and some of it's built in uh, South Korea. But uh, I, I do want to tell people something. If you're thinking about buying a car, you're like, you know, it's getting near the end of the year. There's some good deals. Getting rid of those 23s that are sitting on the lot. I do want to let people know something really, really important. The electric vehicle tax credit. Many of the vehicles won't qualify at all for 24. So if you're really thinking about an electric vehicle, please get one before 1231 at midnight because it's over. Because only vehicles that are going to be left are only 10 vehicles that are going to get the tax credit. That's it. And if you want something else, you're going to have to pay the full ticket so you won't get the tax break. So it's the Chevy Bolt EV, which they're ending at the end of the year anyhow, the Chevrolet Equinox EV, the Ford Lightning Tesla Model 3 Performance, but the rest of the Teslas other than the Model Y, or not uh, the Model X is on the list as well, um, the Chevy Silverado, the Chrysler Pacifica Plug-in Hybrid, the Chevy Blazer, which I just posted a review in the Lyric. Everything else doesn't qualify. Not the cool Volvo EX30, none of the BMWs, the Genesis, the Audis. All those are off the list, wow. uh, including the Ford Mach-E. So I just want you to be please be aware as these rules get stricter and stricter for 25, there's going to be like two vehicles that qualify. So they're hoping, and in Germany, and this is something that I, I sent to your your uh, producer there, uh, that they're they're ending at the end of the year. That's it. No more tax break. France, same thing. No more tax break. And I'll be doing a 
a new segment on that that'll go up on Friday. So if you forget, I will make sure to remind you. But please do your homework. If you're not sure, check with your accountant. There's some really good deals out there. But don't get caught up in the possibility of, oh, I, I'm going to buy it after the first year. Too late. You missed the window. There you go. Only on dollar power, I would get, <laughs> excuse me, only yeah. on the dollar power to get these kinds of automobile tips. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. You are the best. Lauren Fix. Thank you. All right, folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. Lauren, happy holidays. Thank you. Same to you and your listeners. Okay. See you later. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Fastec Industries helps with all of your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts, or construction and demolition debris. Fastec specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs, every corner of New Jersey, and now serving Westchester County. Fastec is the number one supplier of recycled products, the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials, and the number one provider of roll-off containers. Call Fastec today. Ask for Joe C. at 718-494-1600. That's 718-494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to F-A-Z-T-E-C-I-N-D.com for more information. Fastec Industries is now serving Westchester County. Fastec Industries is a DeFazio company. It's not Joe Piscopo singing this, although he sings it all the time. It is our very special guest and the uh, composer of the Joni Pelza song. It is Rob Dellinger. Hello, Rob. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, sir? Hey, Arthur. I'm great and feeling very honored to be on your show right now. Well, just tell me the tr- tell me tell the guests before the the listeners before I lose you where they can see you because I know you're you're appearing here in the New York area very soon. Yeah, I have a band called the Alpha Rhythm Kings, and we're California based. We've uh, we've taken California by storm, so to speak, and we're headed for New York, and we're going to be at fifty four below 
on Thursday, December 28th at 9.30 p.m. And tickets are on sale. And I'll just put the plug in right now, get it over with. They can hit 54below.org slash Alpha Rhythm Kings. Alpha, A-L-P-H-A, Rhythm Kings. And, uh, yeah, so it's our – I've played New York before uh, with different groups, but this is our debut under my own name, so I'm kind of excited about it. And tell us what kind of music you'll be playing. I mean, we just heard you do a little That's Life, but what else we got in the repertoire, Rob? Yeah, so we do jump blues and swing, and we do a lot of Louis Prima, all that kind of stuff. And we have a special guest with us that night, with, and she's a current 2024 Grammy nominee, Nicole Zaredis. She's up for Best Vocal Jazz Album, so she's going to be joining us as well. Wow, that's great. That sounds fantastic. I, You know, what made you come up with the, uh, the Joni Pelza song? You know, it's funny because um, you and I met a couple times. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, how clear that is in our collective memories at some Friars events. And um, I started listening to your show, and I just enjoy it. And I noticed that whenever Joni came on, you guys played that little clip of the Fine Young Cannibals song, She Drives Me Crazy. And I thought, exactly. And I thought, you know what? They deserve a bona fide jingle so they don't have to use just a clip of the song. So that's why I put that together. Well, I <laughs> deserve the bona fide, bona fide jingle, don't I, Rob? We spoke about this. Uh, 100%. 100%. You're the best. And I like to do that. I, I do little gifts for musical gifts for people. It's kind of something I well, do. Well, we have fun, to come up know? with a song for Sambolino, don't we, Arthur? We so don't maybe, need one. We're maybe good. he no, can help no, us. No, because he's the only one who could run it. It would be like exactly. a self-inflicted wound. So no, 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 Joan, don't don't try to point it off. You get your own song. Um, Rob, how long have you been doing the whole you know singing trumpeting thing? Yeah, it's interesting. So I've been mainly a professional trumpet player most of my career, studied that since, you know, being a kid and all that, just singing here and there. And then um, about five or six years ago, I counted as four years because COVID interrupted, um, I decided to start my own band, Alpha Rhythm Kings. And I thought, well, in the old days, sometimes they'd play swing music and they'd feature the singer on a few tunes. And, you know, I can sing, okay, maybe I'll just do that, do a lot of instrumentals, jump in and sing occasionally. And we did our first few gigs, and everybody kept commenting on, you know, my singing, and they loved it. And I do scatting, too, which a lot of people don't do. My scatting my scatting's kind of comedic. I like that fun you style. You mean like, like, a, like a Mel Torme kind of scatting thing? Well, I love Mel Torme scatting, but uh, I do like a little bit more like Louis Prima, a little more with the humor in it. Okay. Um, but I do love, yeah, Mel, yeah, exactly, like Mel Torme, Ella Fitzgerald. Um, and people kept commenting, so I just started singing more and more, and I morphed into a singer who plays the trumpet now. And there's not that many famous ones, Louis Armstrong, Chet Baker, uh, Louis Prima, but I really love it. I just kind of fell into, I think I finally found my perfect niche. All right, Rob, before I'm running out of time, tell people one more time the dates and the location where you're going to be playing. Okay, so the date is Thursday, December 28th. And that is in Manhattan at 54 Below, which is a lovely, lovely establishment. And the band is the Alpha Rhythm Kings, and we play at 9.30. You can get tickets at 54below.org slash Alpha Rhythm Kings. All right, there we go. Rob, thank you so much. Thanks for the Joni tune. We really appreciate it. And uh, December 28th, we'll make sure we remind people as the date gets closer. I'm going to go with Arthur's parents. Yes, Absolutely. 
There you go. All right, Rob, thank you so much. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, folks, as we wind down here on Monday night, um, I'm going to a little quick dinner for my Brooklyn uh, law office family here in, in Bay Ridge. And then I'm going to go to sleep because I'm waking up at 4 to go to the studio with Sam Bellino sitting right now to host Joe Piscopo's show tomorrow morning. As we all know, Joe's mom passed away at 99. I was at a beautiful, touching uh, funeral ceremony this morning, driving through a little bit of a storm to get to New Jersey. But it was such a beautiful... Uh, fitting tribute to, um, to Joe's mom and, um, uh, you know, his, Joe's kids spoke and it was really, it was very well done and well choreographed. I'll talk about it tomorrow morning on, uh, the Piscopo in the morning with Joe Sibilia and Al Gatulo. And then I'll be back here again live. So tomorrow's a five hour radio day. And we're going to have our friend Tom Harris with us for a Times Square Tuesday to find out the countdown to New Year's. Yes, Joan, this is his Super Bowl, Joan. This is is his Super Bowl period, Joanie. (laughs) All right. I uh, I appreciate it all. Thanks for everyone for listening. It's the last full week here at uh, the Idola Power Hour for 2023. Time has flown by. Sam Bellino, you're the best. Joanie, don't go changing to try to please me. And... uh, (laughs) We will see you all. I'll see you all tomorrow morning. Tune in to Piscopo in the morning, and you'll hear me again. Have a great night, everyone. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.